Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. Today on the Ether, part one of a two part Cosmos Spaces Cosmonaut Boot Camp, hosted by Tendermint Timmy. Let's take a listen. Tonight, we're kind of going to do something a little bit different. Um, first hour, hour and a half, two hours, like not, not holding anything to a strict schedule, but just kind of going to be standard. Uh, what we do on most of these Wednesdays is talk about anything Cosmos related that people found interesting and in particular go over some basics, answer some questions if we get any new people that obviously with bear market conditions don't get too many new people so we've kind of been pivoting to more just general Cosmos talk depending on who we have in here but obviously as always if you guys know anyone who just is trying to get into stuff, has questions about Kepler, uh, staking, governance, anything basic, general. Um, this is an awesome resource. So uh, they're recorded. Paraspaces usually has them up there. We'll record them here on Twitter if not. Um, and yeah, live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. EST. So a little later on in the night, though, after we kind of get through that chunk, um, there's a project that myself and Cosm Watch, who I'm sure uh, none of you guys really know, um, but he's my co-host up here. He's someone I've known since like childhood outside of crypto. Um, and we've been building something really, really cool that isn't quite ready to launch, um, but we think we think we can kind of help with what's going on at least a little bit and just provide some resources. What with teradrama and bear market and just like, let's, let's throw some cool projects at people. So we're going to kind of do a little like sneak peek for anybody who's in here at that point later. Um, talk about what we've been cooking up, how it's going to work, get feedback from anybody who wants to, and also share some resources from that account that should help lunatics um was the motivation for doing it right now but it's also a general purpose thing anybody who's new to the cosmos and just is like yo there's a lot here like i go to you know uh mint scan or map of zones there's so many chains like how do i even start navigating this and so we figured we'd kind of soft launched a little bit early to provide some some resources for that seeing as a lot of people from the terror ecosystem are kind of in that position lately so um if you guys know people in that position, uh, whether they are projects or individual investors that, you know, are big in Terra and now they're, you know, maybe they're still looking at Terra 2.0, maybe they have whatever, but they're now exploring the rest of the cosmos. Um, shoot them an invite. It'll probably be in an hour, hour and a half from now. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be showing off some stuff that should be kind of cool and helpful with that. But um, for now, yeah, I guess kind of in a weird spot with these because the uh, 
the original idea with these Wednesday spaces was kind of separate from the weekend ones that the other Cosmo spaces co-hosts do and that they really were supposed to be super basic, um, a place where people would feel very comfortable to come up on stage and ask what they might worry is a dumb question. And, you know, like I mentioned, not so much of that in the bear market, not too many like new faces around, but as always do just want to open it up to that. If anybody wants to pop up on the stage, ask questions about anything, even if it's like a more advanced thing, I might not know the answer, but we can dig into it, try and do some research. Um, if anyone has been having any trouble setting up wallets, connecting with certain D apps, uh, airdrops, you know, anything like that, uh, this is this is definitely the time to ask any of those questions. But in lieu of that, before anyone pops up, all right, while waiting, I haven't gotten a chance to actually read the article. So maybe like see like Eric and Tank, a couple other knowledgeable cosmonauts are out there. I just saw the article that. There is still going to be a Tenderman with Jaquan and also Ignite. Like, we, for people who don't know, Tenderman is one of the companies, like one of the official, like centralized, established companies that are kind of behind Cosmos and some of like the, the underlying tech and obviously the Tenderman BFT, which is the Byzantine fault tolerant mechanism, which is like a fancy piece of code that lives at the core of blockchains. And uh, in our case, all Cosmos SDK based blockchains that was made by Tendermint originally. Um, and they were rebranding to ignite. Um, at least that was the plan, but does anybody like, I, I don't just want to like sit here and read the article, <laughs> but uh, Eric or tank or grits or anyone out there, has anyone else looked into this or like read through this? It's pretty, Oh, it's a pretty damn short article actually. Yeah. So actually, maybe I did read all of it. So yeah, not much info, but it looks like, so I'll read this. Uh, Jay Kwan is going to be the CEO of a company called New Tendermint. And he states, New Tendermint will lead the development of Tendermint 2 and No Land, which, you know, we all, maybe we don't know. So actually, I'll touch on that for, for any like uh, Luna people that might be popping in. Uh, to continue, though, uh, the development of Tendermint 2 and No Land, which is the best contender to Ethereum. Ultimately, we want to provide this technology to the world for everyone to benefit from publicly account for everyone to benefit from publicly accountable DAOs and censorship resistant communication. Um, then, Peng Zong, CEO of Ignite, so like the old Tendermint that is now Ignite asserts, quote, we recognize the necessity for independence so that shipping our products can be prioritized. With an independent company, we're now in the best position to be fully dedicated to product development and capital raising, which will accelerate our growth. Uh, goes on to say, with Ignite rapidly scaling in the past year, this split is aimed to ensure that all projects on the roadmap are given the right focus needed to progress for the benefit of the crypto industry. Both two entities hold complete independence from one another with their own team, equity, and funds. New Tenderman holds the legacy as founders of Cosmos. The world's largest cross-chain ecosystem, the mission of New Tendermint is to create and provide the best infrastructure for global scale, intelligent human coordination, buzzwords, buzzwords, uh, about Ignite. Ignite is leading the way in accelerating the world's transition to a decentralized future, buzzwords, buzzwords, buzzwords. So if this is all that, like, I just saw this article earlier, 
Um, if there's not much more info, though, it was posted today. So looks like we don't have a ton of info. Like it, it doesn't seem like they're tackling different roles necessarily, but rather maybe trying to go about them different ways. And then that would also kind of fit in line with some of the no land and like snapshot drama that sort of has been going on. Um, for anyone who's not too up to date on that, and I don't want to get into it too much, but if someone wants to pop up on the stage and does want to know more, I definitely do that. But uh, there was recently a proposal to add Cosmwasm, uh, which is like the smart contracting language of the Cosmos, so to speak in simple terms, uh, to the hub, the Cosmos hub, where Atom is the native token. Um, and there was a pretty big debate and, like, split um, with, no, the hub should be kept simple and, like, doesn't need Cosmosm, that's maybe a security threat, versus, yes, it needs it to innovate and be able to do cool things and keep up. Um, I'm pretty damn in the middle there, to be honest. I ended up just, I kind of had to go abstain at the end personally like last minute because i just didn't i really don't know how i feel and i've talked with a couple other people much smarter than me to be totally honest like uh jacob gattakin from notional that's when it comes to mind who was on the same page like when we talked in private he was just like yeah i'm so torn i see why it could be good maybe it's too early etc etc but long story short there was this sort of uh pushback against adding cosmosm to the hub and one of the main heads of that pushback, um, not Do Kwan, but Jay Kwan, who is one of like the OG developers of Tenderman and Cosmos, he said, I don't actually know the details and like what he's actually going to enact in hard code, because what you say on Twitter is different. But basically, like if you vote for this, yes, you will be ineligible for a snapshot for the project he's building. No land. Um, and so I only even wanted to bring that up and get into it because I think that's kind of reflected by what we're seeing maybe in this article. It's a super short article, so maybe I'm reading into it too much, but it almost seems like that the debate that was centered around that prop and adding Cosm has kind of spread to the business side of things, where now there are two different like entities, corporations, businesses, tackling the same general goal of sort of stewarding the cosmos maybe through different design philosophies and opinions and paths. If that's the case, actually super excited and bullish because like I'm a big believer of the whole competition breeds innovation thing. Um, obviously it will have to be you know done in like an elegant sort of respectful way, but I also might be speculating a little much. That article is super short, six hours ago. Um, interested in what you guys might think. Tank? Appreciate your request and let me get you up here. But yeah, I just talked your guys' ear off for probably like 10 minutes straight there. So yeah, feel free to request up if anyone has thoughts on this and tank, take it away. Hey man, uh, sorry about that. I was just multitasking like always, listening to uh, your input on it. And I, I, you know, I gotta, it's, it's a very, the whole situation in my opinion is a very touchy topic uh you know especially if you're a true believer of the cosmos ecosystem and and you respect all of these uh core developers that have been working on things for years now um so i kind of like I, i'm gonna very i'm gonna be very picky with what i say so i don't step on anybody's toes because that's not my intention uh but i 
in short, want to just say, if I agree with you, if that is the case, and it's just kind of a difference of agreements or different of opinions on uh, how things should be accomplished within our ecosystem, I'm really, really, as an investor, and I try to think of it as always, you know, with my investor hat on, as an investor, I'm really, really excited for that. Um, one, because I'm already in a really great position with, you know, the existing situation for Adam in the Cosmos Hub. But two, with Golan and Jay, I mean, my just my humble opinion, I've always really respected him. You know, obviously, he's the, one, of the, one of two of the co-founders, uh, uh, you know, uh, or parents of what we love so much in the Cosmos ecosystem. Uh, and, you know, I am kind of just like you. I, I was really split about the whole, I saw the value of Cosmosm. Uh, and I also saw the potential drawbacks uh, of adding it as well. So I kind of was like, I, you know, without even Jay's uh, proposal or incentive or whatever he tried to push uh, as far as his thinking goes uh, on that vote, uh, even without that, personally, I voted no because I just really didn't see um, a, a real you know, reason uh, at the current time for why, you know, other than the potential added value that it could bring in the future, I didn't see like a clear direction or, or push or, 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 you know, vision coming from the people that were pushing it. So even though I see it maybe being a value later, and I, and I do think, you know, maybe eventually, yeah, we could put it on the hub once we get shared security and all these other key things that, you know, is in the works for, for the Atom token. Um, at that time, I had to vote no, but it had nothing to do with what Jay was. It just unfortunately happened at that same time and at that moment. Uh, so I actually voted no to be truly transparent with everybody. Um, but yeah, I got to go back. And, you know, again, it's, it's, I think, honestly, it's a very more personal between key figures in this space. And I think it kind of just bled into, like you said, now, uh, you know, the business side of things. Uh, but if if you're talking about just purely speculating on the business side of things, and if it really is just a disagreement on how things should actually function within our space, I think it's good. I mean, I've always been a, a firm believer in, uh, you know, free market. Uh, I think competition, it, it breeds innovation. I think it breeds, uh, you know, a positive momentum in, in whatever space that it's in. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what develops out of this. I will say it's kind of, it, it, it's kind of, um, I don't know, maybe a lot of people also agree with me about this, but on top of how confusing it is for most people to wrap their head around what the Cosmos ecosystem is and what the Atom token is and all this other thing to just add on, you know, now we have Tenement and now we have Tenement 2 and like the new Tenement or whatever you want to label it. It's kind of like, oh, good gracious. Can we just kind of like not make it any more confusing? <laughs> but yeah, I just kind of want to add yeah. to that. No, I totally agree. Yeah, it is more layers of just kind of like confusing to look at from the surface. Um, but yeah, while you were talking, I was just thinking, you made me also think like, yeah, also, it, isn't this kind of both Tendermint uh, and, or sorry, both Ignite and New Tendermint becoming two separate companies and the whole drama around the Cosmosm on the prop? Aren't those kind of both the most like cosmos things ever, though? Very like it so. is people who there are no laws, there are no uh, restrictions, true sovereignty, whatever of ideas, 
chains, all, all that stuff embodied. And so it's, we have two groups of people with different ideas who are passionate about the project and they're just gonna, they're gonna fight till one of their ideas wins. And in the end, it's going to leave us with a better, more battle tested product, even if it, you know, is rough along the way. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It, it, it's, it really is. It's, I think I'm going to try to make that a thing. It's so cosmos. Like it really is so cosmos. I don't really think, you know, we've been going through as an ecosystem, you know, whether you're on the, you were on the Terra side, you were, you know, here in the Cosmos side, you were over there with Secret Network, whatever it is, uh, you know, this past, mm, it's, it feels like forever now, but the six months to a year has been very, very interesting. And, and you know, I, I guess maybe I am a little bit biased and a little over bullish for everything that is the essence of, you know, our, our, our little ecosystem, our, our corner of the crypto space. But it really is just so cosmos. And, and a lot of people might think that it's, you know, not a good thing. Uh, you know, a, a lot of people I, I know, again, personally, that when the personal opinions that were flying back and forth on social media between some of our key figures were happening, a lot of people were, you know, you know saying out loud that, you know, this isn't a good look and this isn't what it is, you know, yada, yada, yada. But honestly, when you really take a step back and, and really think about it, like, does this happen in any other ecosystem in, the, in, in crypto? Like, it really is just so cosmos. And, and when you think about it, it really is so freeing to know that, you know, we can have these moments in the, the cosmos ecosystem and still be, it's, it's still be a positive thing. Like, I really do look at all of these situations as a positive thing. What happened with Juno, with the learning uh, situations that are actually, you know, I feel bad, if, uh, myself included, along with probably everybody, we're all affected with what happened with Terra. But, you know, these are growing moments. These are, in my opinion, growing pains that I really do think, you know, two, three years, especially in the next halving, you know, it, it, which is basically two years or less, uh, from now, which is really, guys, I don't want to remind you, it's not that far away. It seems like that in crypto because it seems like everything just goes ultra slow mode on you when you're when you're stuck in it and focusing. But it's really not that far away. And I, I really do think when you think about it, you know, being a parent myself of two young boys, we're in the infant stage where they're they're going we're going through growing pains and we're learning what works and we're learning what governance really looks like in its entirety, in its you know in, in all of its glory. You know, again, using Juno yeah. as the key example. Like, I, 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 th I think a great example, I couldn't agree more, is imagine it's the average uh, investor, little medium investor, whatever, staker on Solana, actually having a say in like a massive protocol level changing update yeah. to how things work. Like, that's just not how other places work. Yet, that's how crypto is supposed to be. But Grits, I want to I get over to you. I've been patiently waiting. Yeah, yeah. I actually find the parallels between this little situation kind of funny because it's a lot like Apple versus Microsoft with these guys. And Jacob actually uh, coined an interesting thought process a while ago with starting whole, spinning up a whole separate chain, you know, and testing out Cosmosmos on it. And that's essentially what's happening, except Jay is using better tech to do that with and in my opinion, making some weird branding decisions, but you know, that's how things start. So I don't really agree with calling everything Tendermint, but you know, the team started Ignite and no longer has that name. And, you know, 
I, I agree with comp, like competition's amazing. It should keep going, but, you know, call stuff, other things, so it's less confusing for the newcomers. You know, I don't know. But I agree with everything Tank said, pretty much. Yeah, okay, okay. So for branding, you mean just, like, going with new tenderman instead of some brand new name? Yeah. It should it should be something else. Like I know Jay is attached to Tendermint being like a, an OG founder or whatever, but in my opinion, that's a, a kind of a dick move. And you know, kind of you know, just create your own company, create your own thing. You're already building something new in the first place. Okay, yeah. Okay, I think I think I agree with you, like more than fifty percent, like majority, but a big chunk of me sees a different rationale of just and this is just a little naming issue obviously but kind of with my name actually like some people when the ignite rebranding started they were like oh you're gonna change your name to ignite timmy and i was like to be honest i don't really know what that company does i'm named after the, i'm named after the code i'm named after the tendency the tendermint byzantine fault tolerant consensus mechanism because that's like what is at the core of all these blockchains that make them yeah. so and awesome so in a way i could see jay's thoughts maybe being like you know like that's what's special about all these things so that i don't know but i, I kind yeah. of agree with what you said. i think cosmos like ridiculously at this point has a really bad like just really bad at branding and naming and advertising in general should stop like honestly yeah yeah no definitely needs some branding work but I think that's also going to be hard because like Cosmos's little motto isn't just a motto, something made up like the internet of blockchains. It, how does it, the, it, this is like trying to brand the internet in its infancy, the entirety of the internet, right? Like that's really hard. How do you package up and sell that as like a, a thing? Cause there's no, once it gets big, there's no one company behind the internet yeah that's why i figured the apple versus microsoft analogy was good and jay is just doing these you know business tricks essentially to gain favor and stuff like that i think it's very interesting anyway <laughs> yeah i think the whole uh governance proposal dedicated airdrop thing he has a right to do whatever it's his project he can airdrop to whoever he wants but i don't think that's a great like, look and way to go about yeah. things I think it's also hilarious that Jacob, I wish he was here, was spot on with creating a new chain, except Jay is currently doing that. I just think it's funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? That's like so Cosmos. But Tank, I saw you on mute. You have a thought? Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, no, you know, um, I just kind of want to double back on that whole branding issue with, with you know, the, especially the Cosmos ecosystem. The, you know, I say this all the time on my channel. It was one of the bigger Crypto Cito and Liam. I got it like I, every single time. I got to give my uh, credit where credit's due. Like they're one of the biggest influences and reasons why I started actually even like really focusing and, and providing streams uh, on YouTube about the Cosmos ecosystem. Because well, when you really think about again to go back to you're saying that you I'm gonna try. I promise you, I'm gonna try to make this a thing. It it, it is so Cosmos though, right? Like because that is the essence of what Cosmos wants you and promotes for everybody but whether you're a blockchain you know project whether you're an nft they promote individuality and sovereignty they want you to pick up the ball and do it yourself they, they're not trying to do it for you they're there to give you the tools and then it's up to you to kind of do your thing so 
I mean, I, I get it because, you know, we're out there like yourself. I mean, I don't know if it even was intended to be that way for yourself, but like, you know, we're, we're out there like Crypto Cito, like Liam, yourself, some other key figures on social media, on, on you know, crypto Twitter. And we're pushing the envelope forward, trying to bring uh, awareness of all this tech and this, you know, developments that are happening in our space. But, you know, I think actually, there, uh, now that I think about it, wasn't there recently a post, I think from Coney, da uh, from Daddy and a few other people about like, you know, uh, I think they were talking about Juno about like, hey, this is the perfect time for you guys to start like really thinking about a marketing push and like incentivizing people that are out there like doing the hard work and pushing the information to the people. Because let's be honest, I mean, again, for me personally, to, to go back and make my point, I started streaming because I really thought and I still think that 99% of protocols in our ecosystem are horrible marketers. They've been I'll be honest. I mean, that maybe maybe Sunny is going to get at me and all this other stuff. But like Osmosis, like they're probably one of the better ones, but still horrible at getting the word out there. You know, like uh, you know Juno, horrible at getting the word out there. I mean, they're we're just dealing with things and dealing with things and dealing with things. So I'm sure they have way more better things to focus on. But like you think about things that have been around for a while, Sift Chain. Uh, you know, I'm you know I'm going to have CMDX on the on the channel on Friday. Um, but it, you know, if it wasn't for people like you and I or everybody else that's out there in this space, like pushing the envelope forward. Isn't that just so cosmos though? Like we do have a problem, but like at the same time, isn't that also what makes the cosmos ecosystem great? Like you have that problem because you're, you know, you, cause it's, you're able to have that problem and no other place runs it like that. You can't do that with Solana. You can't do that with ETH. They, like they have key figureheads and they have a narrative and big company that they're going to push that. And that's that. But God damn, God, God damn it, Tank! I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're throwing, you're throwing my, you're throwing my plans. You don't know how well. I swear we did not play in this. I, I did not talk to Tank before this. That pivots so very well into the project I want to talk about later tonight that I've been working on. Oh, don't don't uh, rush to it. Don't rush. I'm willing to stay. No, but that's just crazy. Like, you, listen, <laughs> I, I want, I want, like, what you just said is like so accurate and i couldn't agree more and it's oh, something point. that what was that Ritz? oh he's on point <laughs> you. yeah right like and and the weird thing is it's like it doesn't deter me because it almost makes sense it's like these truly grassroots like builders doing like techie people mainly focusing on coding and shit who don't even have too much like big business experience or they're not trying to do it that way at all because it is supposed to be a decentralized protocol where it will be a rough road to get there but they need the users to come together in a decentralized or otherwise otherwise way to kind of provide that like in some way like it's just like it's kind of like how bitcoin bitcoin's the one that got lucky and then ethereum to an extent where it, it's just able to market itself, right? It doesn't need, it has a company behind it that markets, but um, between companies that do market their own products like Coinbase and otherwise using Bitcoin as a poster child so it gets free marketing, like it kind of gets its coattails of just speaking for itself, so to speak. But yeah. every project after it, save maybe ETH, like every project after ETH, even the 
the ones that we think of as big boy that everybody knows right now, like Solana, everybody knows them because there was a very well-organized, well-funded, centralized, adept at marketing and business team behind them, right? Yeah, and so we need that in the cosmos, but I like that we aren't prioritizing and that that's going to come from the community, from people who find a financial incentive to do so with existing products, from, uh, you know, whatever shape it's going to come in. So it's like, yeah, the Cosmos, a lot of these chains and projects have kind of shitty marketing, but it A, doesn't surprise me. It kind of makes sense. And B, doesn't really discourage me. I think oh, me, me either. The, like the Cosmos ecosystem has some of the best devs now, especially with Terra down and the, um, you know, it's kind of funny because the most technical people usually aren't the best at communicating. I know there's some experience being a mechanic, so. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's just like every, everybody has certain skill sets, right? And so when you look at a macro picture of thousands of people getting together and doing something, that, that same sort of picture emerges where, you know, Builders will tend to coalesce in one area and not so much an area that attracts the the more marketing minded people. But that just comes in time, especially in something like crypto, where at the end of the day, the most important part is the underlying software and builders. Mm-hmm. So like Cosmos is a slow burn because it's a totally different approach to anything. Like it's it's so weird. When I say I'm pro Cosmos, I assume like long term, that probably means I'm pro Polkadot Avalanche near Solana because they're going to connect to IBC eventually. Like I, I do believe that. Otherwise, they're going to get left behind. And so maybe they won't be on the Cosmos SDK stack, but they will be in the Internet of Blockchains, which is like the vision I'm subscribed to. Oh, I agree. I agree 100%. And it's funny, uh, I say those kind of things on my stream, and I. Sometimes I feel like I need to tiptoe around it, obviously, because, you know, it's like IBC gang. Like, if I said anything that I'm bullish on anything else, people would be like, well, what do you mean you're bullish on Polkadot? Well, what do you mean? And I'm like, come on, guys. If I'm bullish on IBC, this is just, you know, that mechanism within our space. Like, what what do we always say? It's like, eventually, they're all going to connect. So why wouldn't I be bullish on them as well? Like, Either they do I, or they I totally agree with you. I'd rather you say more, you know, about Algorand and stuff like that. I wish you would say more stuff about other chains and things like stuff like even uh, like uh, XLM has an IBC, you know, thing going on now. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think like there's, and there's one thing people forget in crypto, I think, is that there are two different things going on with the whole Web3 crypto revolution. There's the financial side of it, and then there's everything else, which is like a lot wrapped into one. The, the implications of the tech, the possibilities for the future, the like, really the implications. Like blockchains, a lot of people still haven't gotten their head around like just the premise outside of making money, like where the value comes. Why is it possible uh, when you think of people who aren't in these spaces? Uh, ever, not just for this, for Cosmos ecosystem, but that aren't in Polkadot spaces, Avalanche spaces, Solana, whatever else. Um, but they are into crypto just through Coinbase or through Robinhood, or maybe they even go a little deeper. But there are so many people that have still yet to look at crypto as anything other than a financial instrument to trade, make money off of yield farming, whatever. 
few people have stopped and gone, why is this something I can make money off? Like, why is this, why do people have interest in this? Why is this a thing at all? Like for me personally, the thing I've come to as the easiest one distilled sentence is like a blockchain finally lets us treat digital things like they're physical. And then so like to elaborate on that, it's like, you know, ever since the internet was created, computing, coding, anything, any type of like transference of data, whether it's a Snapchat, a message, a Venmo payment, whatever, uh, it's like it's making a copy of that data more or less. And sometimes it's destroying the old copy with like a Snapchat. So it seems like you don't have it anymore. Uh, but with blockchain, finally, you can like start to take all the benefits of physical, uh, sometimes fungible, sometimes non-fungible, like we have both tokens pop type, types popular, and bring that into the digital ecosystem. And so it's like we're in our infancy overall still. And something like Cosmos, I think, is a, a long-term approach to adapting to the second part like the, the whole the everything else that I just rambled about where there are some ecosystems out there that are kind of financially oriented like they're just trying to be up quickly super fast super efficient lots of liquidity they aren't thinking about the really long-term picture of like what is how is blockchain changing things and so like the first time I heard that internet of blockchains slogan or whatever it kind of was like oh oh wait a minute like that's something different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to totally agree with you on that. It's, it's really funny how, you know, and I, I, I don't want to keep saying this, but like, you know, I've been in an investing game and many games actually, to be honest with you, real estate and whatnot. I'm, I'm basically everywhere, but you know, I, like I said earlier, when I look at things, um, whenever it comes financially, like I'm always looking at it as with my investor hat on, as I say on my streams, but, you know, when I look at the Cosmos ecosystem, I don't look at it as a financial tool or like, you know, I know DeFi is like our biggest thing right now. Like everybody, like you said, is, you know, what's going to come next on like, you know, we just we just saw with Osmosis News, like, you know, they're going to have all kinds of things happening on Osmosis, which all goes back to DeFi. But when I look at Cosmos and the tech and the building, I like to call it a warehouse of the SDK and all that stuff and what it provides like I can't just I, I can't help but imagine the real world use case that this tech that we're all so bullish on and call ourselves cosmonauts for is you know what that's gonna usher in. Like, could you imagine? Again, my wife is is a doctor. I own medical a uh, medical company. Could you imagine the value that it's gonna bring when we can cut out not only you know middlemen, but we can store and have access to our data is like as far as like maybe insurance or medical records or anything like that like real world use case being applied through crypto technology or like blockchain technology i should say that's that's going to be you know in my mind we're playing around with DeFi and all these you know financial benefits and things right now because that's the hot you know narrative but like the what's really going to take it all off and, and really set especially you know Adam and, and, you know, who knows, but, you know, with Go and all this other stuff, but our little ecosystem, what's really going to blast it off is when all these companies, these really big institutions, you know, I'm talking about like Blue Cross Blue Shield. I'm talking about like all these hospitals that, you know, Kaiser Permanente, all of these real big players in the game. 
realize the value and, and the money that they can save by one, cutting out the minimum, two, cutting overhead over, like, you know, not just space that they they pay for, but the, the you know, and I hate to say that we're taking jobs away, but like the people that, that have to work every day to do these things, like when they see the value in the tech, that it's game over. Like just anybody in the space right now is just going to go, you'll be talked about by your grandkids' kids and go, yeah, my granddaddy was crazy. He was into, you know, he, he talked to all of his friends about Adam and Cosmos and all this stuff. People thought he was crazy, but like, you know, you're going to be the ones that are separated from well off and the rest of the people out there that are struggling. Like, I really do. Honestly, when I look at Cosmos, like I think that like that far down in the future, I'm bullish for everything happening right now. And I'm loving some of these DeFi plays, but man, I'm so bullish on the potential that it has to usher forward with the way that we live our day-to-day lives. Like it's, it's, yeah, I think, I he think is, you hit it right on the head. Did you want to hop in Gertz real quick? Yeah. The, that's actually a really good point. Uh, when I first, I was in crypto, like, like doing this stuff in 2018 and they had proof of stake was still maybe a scam and stuff like there was nothing set up yet. And I actually looked at Cosmos when I moved to the U.S. a second time around, and I looked at all the other protocols, and what drew me to this one was actually the fact that there were separate blockchains starting separate little businesses for separate little use cases, and that was like a click in my head. I was like, wow, they're, they're setting up everything financial first, you know, all the things needed for the tools, you know, to run these, because every, every token can represent anything in any business, essentially. And that's how I explain that to my parents and stuff. It's like the stock market, but in everything you own, you know? So I just think it's, uh, that's a really good point. Uh, the use cases will start with small businesses first. That's when you'll start to see things rolling. On, on almost the flip side. And I know some people almost kind of face palm at this, like, I can see Jack just hopped in his almost maybe hard to like hear, but from a realist angle, we should also remember that the average person uh, we might interact with just a friend, a family member, whatever, who is, they're not quite there with realizing a lot of what we're talking about. They aren't a small business or a big business who's dedicated to looking into this stuff and really investing in the future. Um, and I've had, this is just like a tip I've wanted to kind of throw out to people for a while, even though it feels very reductionist. It does compute well with people who are just kind of surface level with this stuff. When I've gotten people who somewhat doubt Cosmos or who are just so surface level that they're like, oh, you don't like Solana or whatever, like why aren't you in these things? And a really easy thing to point to is be like, uh, I think Binance and Crypto.com, two out of the three largest crypto exchanges in the world, probably would have built on Solana instead of Cosmos Tech if if it was a better like infrastructure. And we know that there's like so much nuance there and that that's sort of reductionist, but it does like, I've had that, I've seen the light click with people where they're like, oh wait, like Binance is Cosmos. And then, you know, I'll explain, they're not connected to IBC, but they are using the tech, the same underlying blah, blah, blah kind of an old version. And then Crypto.com. Yeah, crypto.com. yeah. Totally connected, right? Yeah, and they... Crypto.com, I sometimes give a backstory about like Binance kind of popped up out of nowhere. Who knows about CZ? We all like him, but you know, whatever. Uh, Crypto.com, I don't know the people behind him, obviously, but I did follow them from long before they were Crypto.com when they were like Monaco card and 
so I know that they are a team who like did their research when they pivoted to this, they looked at all their options, where to build. And they were like, all right, yeah, sovereign chain cosmos definitely makes the most sense. And so that's yeah. a good way to kind of sway some, some more normies, I guess, so to speak. You know, yeah, you know, you know what I do, Timmy, you know, you know how I explain it to all of my investor friends and, uh, you know, people who are also in the same game as me. Like, I always try to explain Cosmos to them like a franchise versus owning your own independent uh, business. Like, why would I buy a franchise where I'm handcuffed to the rules and the say and the sway of, you know, whoever I'm buying or, or I guess not even buying, but like leasing the name from versus obviously what, you know, um, Crypto.com and, and BNB saw in Cosmos where, you know, they could build using the Cosmos SDK and just own themselves. Like, why, why would they have to, why would I, as a business owner, like I, I get approached all the time about certain businesses. I go, why, why would I want to franchise with you? That means I'm just handcuffed and limited to what you say I can do when I could, you know, what, what, say I'm in a great demographic, say I have great product or I'm great at customer service and I do really, really well. But since I'm franchising with you, I, you know, I can't really scale the way I want to scale, but obviously BNB, crypto.com and, and, and the likes that have built uh, using the Cosmos tech, like have seen that potential. So that's kind of just for me in my inner circle. When, when I'm explaining to people, I'm like, yeah, it's just like a franchise versus owning your own. Like, it's, that's such a good I, analogy. I, yeah. I really like that analogy, but I actually think you can take it a step further. Like not only is that accurate, but for people, who, you know, staying in the analogy, for whatever reason, the thing that they do want and the situation that is best for them is a franchise that's still an option. Because the Cosmos is a bigger thing, you know, within it, let's say you're not ready to do your own business. You just want to do a franchise, aka maybe make a project on another existing blockchain. Then we have that too. You have privacy by default ones on secret, like cutting edge Cosmosm, Juno, and many more to come. Oh, shared, shared security. Now, now you can own, but rent security as well. Like, man, I'm ah, Cosmos is just this is the place to be. I tell people all like, obviously, I wouldn't have named uh, my YouTube channel IBC if I didn't believe that. But like, I really like. I have these conversations. I love these conversations. I just fall in love with the Cosmos ecosystem more and more when when I hear these, you know, these thoughts from other people. But yeah, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm cutting you off. I love it. No, not at all. That, that was actually kind of the, the extent of the thought. Like, I really do love your analogy, but I think it goes further in that it has both. It has both the independent business offerings and the like franchise. And yep. So, yeah, that's cool. And I'm going to use that one as well. Um, so, okay, we've got a couple people rotated in and out. So just want to make sure um, no matter what we end up talking about on these, these Wednesday nights, uh, they are always first and foremost a good time for people to ask any kind of question. There's no such thing as a dumb question here. If you're just trying to set up Kepler, maybe you were on Terra Station recently and you want to like make sure you're set up right, or you're using a D app for your first time, you got questions about staking, governance. Feel free to request. Come up here. Um, these Wednesday sessions are totally the 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 place for that. Um, cool. Gonna grab one person up here. Um, and then reminder, obviously, we do these Hello? every Wednesday at 8. Um, hey, Kevin. Uh, just a sec. Uh, 
So in a little bit later here tonight, just because we have some new people in here I want to call out, uh, we're actually going to be kind of previewing uh, a special project that myself and Cosm Watch have been building. Uh, but usually these Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. EST, always a place for these questions and simple stuff. So definitely something to like shoot to your friends who are just getting into Cosmos and might want to just come chat with someone. It's a lot easier than Googling stuff for some people, such as maybe Kevin. How we doing, man? Thanks for popping up. Oh, uh, good. I didn't know if it was my turn to speak or not. I just saw my microphone went on. Was it my turn to speak? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. I accepted you up in the middle of a, a little monologue, but oh, okay. yeah. Cool. Thank you. How's it going? Good, good. Yeah, I got a question for you. Um, you know, I get like all these on my osmosis um, in the Kepler wallet. I get this block channel, Juno channel 169 or something like that. What can I do with that? You know, it sits at the bottom of the of the wallet there when you're looking at it. So, wait, I'm not sure I actually know exactly what you're talking about. Stuff that sits at the bottom of the wallet you know, are tokens that you have on that chain that are not the native token. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so I guess you say that again. I think I might have just misheard. So, you're looking at your which so, chain's wallet? So, let's say I open up my uh, Kepler wallet. Yep. I go to Osmosis. And I scroll to the oh, yeah. and I've got all these, sorry about that. I've got all these tokens that, uh, sitting there like, a yeah, a block. This one particular one's a block Juno slash channel dash. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So what that is, that is the block token. Like block is the name of the token. Uh-huh. It natively comes from the Juno chain. So. The, the stuff in parentheses is kind of just telling you the parent chain and the channel with which it got from that chain to Osmosis. So on Osmosis, every single asset on there, except for Osmo and Ion, is going to be one of these tokens that has like parentheses after it with the channel associated. Okay. So that, must, that would imply, though, that you, you must have deposited the block, correct? At some point, uh, I'm not even sure. I think you might have done that one night, maybe like forgot about it. Um, yeah, I may have come from um, June, so it wouldn't be on your osmosis. Like it's uh, it's on osmosis. Yeah, so so at some point you probably click deposit on the assets page next to block, but so anything you see there in that token list. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of two things. Hold on, let me switch my wallet here. So I'm looking at. I think you can actually send those tokens from the wallet itself with the fees yeah. from the parent chain. I tried sending it to Juno Wait. and it wouldn't go. Wait, so. I'm not sure what you just said, Grits. I want to circle back to that. But. Um, for osmosis, Kevin, just in general, easiest way is to go to your assets page and to deposit and withdraw from there. Doing it from the Kepler wallet, you have to make sure you like get the get the channel right. And I mean, it it should work. It should be fine. But yeah, I mean, the wallet it says tokens and shows you some of your tokens. I'm pretty sure you can send those also from there, but I've never done it. Yeah, you totally can. I've I've done that for other chains that don't have like the ease of interface of osmosis. Um, but so, Kevin, you're saying you tried doing that? You tried sending something from osmosis to Juno, and it yeah, it wouldn't send it. it said uh, a wrong address. 
And I don't, is block short for one of these other coins? Because I don't even have block on my asset page on Osmosis. I should. Unless, did they move that to Frontier? Maybe, hold on, let me check. Is that the Marble Dow block? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's on Frontier. Marble Dow? Oh, so I think that's the discrepancy. Yeah, wait. They have two different tokens, right? They have marble and block. I don't know how you would have gotten your block. Oh, probably Frontier must have block, right? Yeah, he has to go on the Frontier website to transfer it, I think. Okay, so yeah, I'll explain that super quick. So the website you probably are used to using, uh, Kevin, is app.osmosis.zone. Correct. That is like... You know, slightly centralized here, but I think that's totally fine. I think this is where a bit of centralization is fine. Uh, the, some of the dev team is, or I'm not sure who exactly is in charge of the decision, but certain coins are kind of blue chip status, like listed, and they're on, they're at least verified, like that the teams aren't scammers, whatever. They, they go um, through a vetting voting process, I think, right? Yeah, and they end up on the app.osmosis.zone website. But because Osmosis itself, the uh, dApp on the Osmosis blockchain is an open thing, they made it so, you know, you can trade any token, you can make any pools with any token, but they made a separate website for like unverified things. So that is frontier.osmosis.zone. And if you go there, I do see block. So there's block there, you can click withdraw it'll send it back to your Juno wallet. Okay, so any of those, in parentheses, any of those coins that are popping up that I can't use, they're probably associated with Frontier is what you're saying? Yep. Yeah, probably. I mean, literally everything's on Frontier. So it's a good, they also have the like normal ones that are on app.osmosis. So if you ever just need to do like a mass cleaning out of your Osmosis wallet, Frontier is a good place to, to go and do that. Okay, that's, um, that's, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I just going to Also, that's where the Axlar bridge is working. So you'll notice that you'll see USDC, DAI, and Ethereum, and I think Bitcoin on there wrapped. Yep. So that's a huge thing. There's some pools that are coming up for vote for super fluid staking for incentivized on, on those. So I would check those out if I were you right now. Can I swap like block for Bitcoin in Frontier? Yeah, it, it won't be a direct swap. It'll probably go from block to like Osmo and then Osmo to WBTC. But yeah, absolutely. Cool. Um, yeah, the other thing I wanted to note or remember is the one little exception, just in case anyone's listening and maybe this uh, confuses them later. The one type of token that you might see in your Kepler wallet that you would not see on your assets page uh, that could confuse you at some point is LP tokens. So the GAM tokens. So if you have put liquidity into a pool, but you have not bonded the LP tokens that you get in exchange yet, they will show up in Kepler, but they obviously won't be on your assets page. So if anyone ever just sees something weird in their Kepler on their osmosis and they don't know where it lives, it could be a GAM token for a pool you don't have fully bond. Uh, I got one more question for you, Tammy. Um, when you get out of one of those pools, in osmosis do you get any of those gams or those lps that you accrued let's say i close out of a pool yeah 
Where so, would I find if I do get any? Where would I find those at? So wait, sorry. I if you well, let's say for example, my Luna one that I staked in Osmosis. That uh, I close that out, and tomorrow it's um it's un unbound unbonded, and so but I had like some of those gamma LP things in there. Will I retain those, or did those just go? Was that just my position in the pool? The LP tokens are they are representative of your position in the pool. So okay. I might be not quite getting if if you um, like. Yeah, so go basically, for it. basically, if uh, when you unbond your gamma tokens, yeah, they will still be. Uh, set up as liquidity, so you will have to remove the liquidity from the pool before the tokens end up in your assets page. So I will get LP tokens in my asset page? Yeah, as soon as you remove the liquidity after the unbonding is done. Uh, sorry about that, guys. I'm right on the middle of a major... That's all good. It's, as soon as you remove the liquidity after you, your unbonding is done. And then I'll get the LP tokens in my asset page? Yeah. Cool. No, no, not in your asset page. That's what no. I was saying. They'll be in the pools page. And so you'll have to withdraw from the pool to turn them back into normal assets. I think yeah, that's, 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 what what I that's what you're asking, right? Yeah. yeah. So so there, there's, three, there's three steps to this process is the easiest way to think about it. Um, let's use Auto, uh, Adam Osmo as an example. So uh -huh. the first step is when you have Adam and you have Osmo. Uh, the second step is once you've put that into a pool, you have a GAM token that's representative of Adam and Osbo. Next, if you want to start earning rewards on your deposit, you bond that GAM token. So you don't really have anything in your wallet because it's all like bonded into the system. And then when you unbond, it's, it's exactly the reverse. So first you will start unbonding. Once your time period is up, you will then have the GAM tokens in your wallet as liquid things that I would not recommend doing this, but I guess you could probably send them to another wallet even if you want to just give someone else your liquidity. Um, when it and then at that point, yeah, then you just go back to step one by withdrawing your liquidity from the pool entirely, aka taking out your Atom and your Osmo and giving back your LP token. And that's when you see assets in your asset page once you're back to Atom Osmo. Okay, so the GAM just goes away after you remove everything. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The okay. only note I was making that I, th I thought this is maybe what you're asking about, which is why I got confused, is the place you can see the GAM tokens, like, I think, are in your like Kepler wallet. At least I know you can see them in uh, Cosmos Station. But, but yeah, so you'll only see them in the actual pool page, and then they go away completely when you pull out your liquidity. So would you see that under the, the Atom in your Kepler, the Cosmo? Is that where it would appear? Or the Osmo on your it Kepler. would take it out 50-50. Okay. So if you if you let's say you had one hundred dollars worth of the GAM token for the Atom Osmo pool, uh, when you pull that out, you'll have fifty dollars of each. Man, I I really appreciate this uh, this site because I go on Reddit and sometimes I find stuff, sometimes I don't. But man, you you answered a question I had for like four weeks that is exactly what these wednesday spaces are for so i'm so happy to hear awesome. that. 
I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Cool. Yeah. Feel free to pop back up uh, or come by you know, another week. You got any other questions? I think you were up here a couple times before, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Right at the end of my work day, I want to try to make this one every Wednesday because there's always, every time I come in here, I learn something. Oh, that is, that's awesome. That's what we love to hear. Yeah. Share, share with your friends, get, get, get more people hungry to learn. That's the, the mission really. <laughs> so I, I got a last, my last question. And it's a simple one. Because mm-hmm. all this technology and everything, I just jumped into because I got into Cosmos. So I'm learning about Discord and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. How did I even get in here? That's a great. Question. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's a question I'd, I'd actually want to know the answer to, but probably nobody has that answer, if not yourself. <laughs> just sort of happens. You end up where you end up. <laughs> Well, I'm glad I found it. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Zero. What's going on, man? Uh, hey, guys. Thanks for, yeah, thanks for having me up, man. Um, I'm, I'm kind of a, a long-time cosmonaut. I, I've been in the system since um, early 2021 last year. So I, I kind of you know know my way around and, and everything. So I have two particular questions um the first one i'll just jump (laughs) jump into it because the second one might be a little bit loaded um i'm a developer by trade and i'm i'm really interested in developing on cosmos or learning to develop on cosmos um i'm aware of the uh, development program that that is available but I, i don't think the next cohort is until like october um which i'm signed up for uh, but I have not been able to find any development resources in the interim to just, you know, try to dive in and, and get stuff done or walkthroughs. Um, do you know of any resources like that? Wow, this is this is crazy. I would. Cosm Watch, did you plant zero in Crypto Tank tonight? <laughs> so I may have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, short answer. I can I can point you to some resources right now. Um, but also B, if if you've got some time, stick around in the space. Uh maybe, maybe pretty soon we'll pivot here. I mean, it's been an hour. Um we've been cooking up a project, Cosm Watch and I, that its first sort of endeavor and offering is exactly what you said. So I guess I guess that's sort of a big sneak peek, but uh, what we're going to talk about later, yeah, is like we have some developer workshops in the work for for people to partake in. Nice, well, nice. Well, just in time, man. Now I happened to see the uh, the the space open, and um, I saw Cosmonaut Bootcamp. And every time I see Bootcamp, I think of code, so I jumped in. Uh, mm-hmm. Guess I'm guess I'm pretty lucky. So I uh, greatly appreciate that. Um, All right. Second question. Uh, Like I said, it's kind of loaded. And I I think it comes from my thinking uh, or, you know, kind of envisioning Cosmos being the Internet of of, of blockchains and and every chain kind of being app specific um, and kind of sovereign. Um, But with that said, I've been asking, like, what is the purpose, vision? Etc. for Juno, and the only answer I tend to get is that I need milk. 
I don't know if that's a community joke. I have no idea what that means, but um, yeah, maybe someone can kind of like. <laughs> I'd like to just put a point in that. Personally, I think uh, Juno is positioned where Ethereum is positioned to the rest of crypto. And that's where the position of Juno is to Cosmos. That's my two cents on it anyway. Okay, so like completely programmable money. At least that that's my understanding of, of Ethereum. And permissionless. Permissionless. Okay. Permissionless so programmable money. I would actually say take it take it my opinion, take it back a few steps. I actually do not think that every protocol uh, makes sense to have its own app chain. I think there are a lot of things that are gonna get built that make way more sense to just be a D app on a general purpose L1. Uh the Cosmos has the flexibility to offer L1 chains for projects. And, you know, like, let's look at Stargaze. That, like, makes sense. We have already seen, you know, to my bafflement, NFTs huge. That is by far a big enough sector where especially first mover advantage, there's, um, I, I mean, Omniflex is kind of also in there, actually. So good competition from two first movers. But an NFT dedicated chain kind of makes sense because long term, one of them, it just can be a dominant, massive player where the entire chain is dedicated to. Like OpenSea already generates way more than enough volume to justify its own chain, right? But there are other projects, uh, you know, like like what we're building actually. That like we just don't need our own chain. We don't need to worry about validators and security. We're not going to get that big. We don't need that much compute power. Um, I think that the beauty and amazingness of app chains actually starts to kind of overshadow the fact that they're not necessary for everything. And that's where I see like Juno fitting in. Yeah, the permissionless, cutting edge, super, super community involved, like an average of like above 70, 80% turnout on important proposal type thing. Man, I saw the 99% on the top 21 or 16 or whatever. That blew me away. Yeah. Shout out Kevin and Oni. Um, so, yeah, that, that's my thoughts on Juno. I think there will be more Junos. I don't think Juno is, like, all that special, uh, like, in the long run. And that's by design. It's supposed to be a general purpose L1 that is open and permissionless. And eventually it'll run into scaling issues. And it'll probably fire up a Juno, too. And Juno 3 or other teams will come in and do a similar thing and provide really good competition. Um, but Juno right now has first movers advantage, a insane community, a really good airdrop distribution genesis method that is the source of all this drama that came around with the whale funds and stuff um, because that is like core to it. That's a big part of it. I was actually talking with, is he still in here? No, he popped out. I was talking with someone just earlier today who was a builder on Terra for Angel Protocol and a couple other things that was now asking me about Cosmos. And he asked pretty much your question. Like, tell me about Juno. And like, that 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 was my like kind of pitch is like, there's nothing inherently special about Juno. It's just kind of already great. Even with the drama that it has, that drama is inherited. I mean, sorry. That drama is inherent to a truly open, decentralized, grassroots like effort in its infancy so juno has like a long way to grow and it will be the perfect home for projects that don't feel like they need their own app chain yeah i, I greatly appreciate that you know I, I guess i was um 
I just I actually discovered Terra via you know Adam and you know when I was uh, what is it uh, Map of Zones the website came up and I was kind of exploring and, crazy enough same yeah just kind of like exploring what's out there and uh, yeah, you know I saw Crypto.com was on there and then uh, I kind of got into Terra. Uh, we all know how that ended, but, you know, it was uh, pretty, you know, still interesting to kind of just like, man, like everything just talks to one another. And at one point in time, I was big into um, Cardano, but, you know, after being exposed to IBC and not just buying um, L1 tokens or, you know, in, in Adam's case, of L0 and just holding it and, and hoping number go up, but actually getting in and using it it's like i mean dude like this this is where it's at you have one wallet it connects to everything you can just transfer stuff and you know at the at peak terror you know holding all the way through the the summer of 2021 crash and stuff like that but when things were rolling i man i i didn't use centralized exchanges i i could like just uh, and I, I I got into the Alice and the Cato money, and I would just transfer directly, and I'm in the system, and I'm doing DeFi, and I'm moving stuff around, I'm buying NFTs, and, you know, I'm like, I don't even really use my bank anymore. So um, I don't think we need a UST. We just need some type of solid on-ramp to a reliable stable. Actually, um, funny, funny you mentioned that Cato is coming to Juno and Osmosis very shortly. Nice. You know I just realized they should partner with New Money. Cato and New Money would be a match made in heaven. Yeah, it would. probably coming. New I money. wouldn't be surprised. If it's, if it's gonna be on, money? I think it's NGM, right? The coin is NGM, but I've seen both branding, New Money and E Money. But yeah. Way. but yeah, that's for sure what they're gonna setting up. If uh... <clears throat> hopefully, because. Yeah, like the, their native stablecoin makes more sense than relying on the Axelar bridge for something big like that. But, yeah, what what I yeah. noticed. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I, I, I was just gonna say, like briefly, like a lot of you're at where a lot of people are at, where it's like I was, uh, and I know this might not even be the angle you're coming from, but just like I was on Terra, there were all these things. I could just spend them all my time. I'd take my money here and uh, leverage it as collateral get it wrapped here do this liquidity pool like i did all that stuff too and now it's like where where like is that a thing in the rest of the cosmos um and and like the short answer is just like to an extent but growing fast and even faster now with the terra migration like um i like managed to get sunny and the white whale guys like talking and i'm in a group chat with them where they're Hooking up, whatever. Um, and I know White Whale's looking at other protocols too to work with, and maybe even their own app chain. Kajira's last I heard looking at their own app chain. So a lot of the stuff you're familiar with, regardless of if Terra Two is a success or not, like might still be a thing in the cosmos um, in like the near future. Yeah, I, I kind of put um, you know Terra V two along the lines of. Um, like a Juno with dApps already coming to it, 
right? <laughs> you know, like because some of the some of the devs stay behind, and I I think it'll you know it'll be fine. Um, what I'm waiting for actually is to see where uh, Mars Protocol and um, Lavana end up residing, like because Lavana is such a unique um, protocol in the sense that it's it's game gamify perpetuals right and that's ne- as far as i know that's never been done before you know so like to have a le- being able to leverage any asset i can see the synergy between lavana and comdex and you know because comdex wants to do you know things outside of um do a lot of things with synthet- synthetics and things of that nature so i kind of see a lot of energy there so um hopefully they don't you know, do something completely crazy and go to like Solana or something, but maybe launch their own app chain or, or maybe hopefully partner like with uh, Osmosis and uh, get to it. Because between Lavana and Mars Protocol, you you kind of have like the, the lending um, and leverage, you know, kind of already baked in. So it, it'll be really interesting. Unless you got some alpha that you want to spill, so. Nothing in particular, um, but but I guess I guess with that sort of answer answer your like second question. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, appreciate having me up, guys. Thanks. Cool, cool. Um, there was actually one quick thing I wanted to add on the the first bit. I'm trying to remember. Uh. What was your first question again? Remind me. Mine was uh, about development. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I can like point you to a couple. I guess what I wanted to ask actually is what are you like interested in specifically for development? Like validator, writing smart contracts in Cosmwasm, uh, Golang, Rust, like. Yeah. Um, well, I, that, that's the first that I've heard that you can use Golang, but I, I, I started diving into, um, you know, learning Rust. Um, but I, I'll be interested in, in seeing what can be done with Golang. But yeah, Kazawasm, smart contracts, um, things of that nature. Um, I'm I'm kind of the like I like to develop things to fill in gaps. Um, so I think that there was a NFT website that just launched, um, that I think is, is pretty cool. Like, you know, I have some ideas around like things I would like to do with NFTs, um, to get information and, and dashboarding. Um, but I have to be able well, to kind of, do you know, like Hubble tools? Is that kind yeah, of- yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking about. I couldn't, I couldn't remember the name. Yeah. And yeah, that, that site, that site's pretty, you know, pretty badass for being able to see what people are buying on the fly and, um, you know, kind of figure out what need, you know, what you can buy and and what just recently got listed. Uh, I really like that. So first off, I'll say like, uh, continue down this path, learn, learn this stuff and you'll, you'll be a rich man without having to trade or invest. We, we are currently like building a project like, like I've been <laughs> hammering on about and, you know, it's crazy. There's a shortage of developers and, and the ones that are out there get to charge like crazy rates because that's just like what it is. And, you know, at the moment, we're actually looking for like someone who's good with Cosm.js. So sort of someone who's good with connecting front end to smart contracts. Um, 
So, you know, I wish the timelines were different and we could like reach, reach out to you, but definitely continue looking into this stuff. Uh, the first thing just off the top of my head as a general thing, like I'm not a huge dev or coder myself. I get my fingers wet, especially more with <laughs> fingers, my toes wet, uh, especially with this project. But um, from just what I've heard in general, uh, Cosmosm Zero to Hero by Callum. Um, let me find a good way. Actually, Cosm Watch, do you want to like find something or make a tweet maybe and pin it to the top of the space? Um, but Callum is just... Yeah, I got you. Cool, yeah. I, I don't know if he's made a tweet about it. If so, it's probably way far back. So maybe, maybe you'll have to just make a rough one. But Callum's a dev that's building his own project on Juno right now uh, called Howl. That's going to be like a decentralized Twitter kind of alternative. Uh, he's also helped out with Dowdo and a couple other things. He's been a big help with us. And he made this sort of just text resource course. I think it lives on GitHub or GitDocs or something right now. Uh, that's Cosmosm Zero to Hero. Um, and that I have heard nothing but good things about. Um, then if you look interested more in the validator side of things, which sounds like not too much, but that I think the best resources of the offer there is actually what we're going to be offering. So we'll talk about that shortly here. Um, yeah. And then one something like Cosm.js, I don't even know where to point you because we're, we're struggling with that. Sorry. What was that? Cosm.js Cosm, Cosm is by um, that, the gentleman Chin, right? I'm, I'm not too sure. Cosm can watch. Can you answer that? I'm not, not too sure to be honest with you. Um, but really, it's nicely documented. Um, and um, actually, I was going to say one plus to, uh, um, you know, Cosmosm Zero to Hero from Callum. Um, you know, as much as I, I don't know Rust <laughs> and would like to, um, you know, just haven't, you know, gotten around to it. Um, but I, I did breeze through it. And um, he he does explain things um, well. And it is definitely oriented towards um, developers um, you know, trying to get into, uh, you know, developing smart contracts uh, using Rust and, and Cosmosm. Um, so definitely highly recommend that, especially if you're one who is uh, that benefits from uh, learning by doing. Um, I myself uh, am like that very much. And um, yeah, it's you basically go through and uh, you create a smart contract um to vote on polls uh create polls and then vote on them um which i think is really cool you know definitely one of the the many ways you can apply blockchain technology um but uh yeah it's 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 simple enough to where you know if you're just getting started um it, it won't be like you know crazy you know over your head like oh my god i i don't know what's going on here <laughs> uh but yeah very highly recommend that one Okay. Yeah. Great, man. If, if, if you can point me to that GitHub or, you know, any documentation that, you know, just helps me get on the right path, uh, I'll definitely take it. So I'm also looking forward to that cohort, um, later this year too. Yeah. And, uh, I'll tell you what, if I can't find the tweet, uh, from Callum that mentions the, uh, the link to, uh, the GitHub, um, I'll just shoot you a DM uh, and, uh, give it to you that way. Honestly, just, just make a, make a tweet. Uh, with a link to the GitHub Cosm, and I'll I'll just pin it to the top of this space. I'm sure some other people might be interested. Okay, that works. Yeah. Um, you guys were mentioning about like uh, Cadero and the stablecoin, 
and Comdex possibly launching an over-collateralized stablecoin and stuff like that. I'm actually moderating my first first paid mod gig for, for their Telegram chat. And they're about to launch an incentivized testnet any minute now. They're working on releasing it. Uh, probably, I would recommend checking that out anyway. Cool. And that's going to have a stablecoin module on it? I'm not. I think so. Yeah. CMSD, I think they renamed it too. Wasn't their last testnet incentivized? No, they've had two devnets so far, and they're not incentivized. And they started an academy for questions. And I think you get an NFT out of it or something. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, I mean, I think the stablecoin thing is interesting. So, like, now we'll have Comdex's stablecoin, new money stablecoins, um, Silk. Oh, also, awesome. some people think that Cato will bring native USDC, which would be great because I'm not a huge fan of bridges and raft stuff myself either. So, and also, wait, USDT, uh, USDC. Sorry. Oh, uh, so also, actually, like, be the on-chain provider, kind of they work yeah. or something. Yeah, that's what people are saying on Twitter, but I don't know. We'll that see. would be much better. If they could issue yeah. their own native IBC asset, UB, uh, USDC, that would be amazing. Yeah. And okay. also just to mention that Condex is going to be on Tank's channel tomorrow. So definitely check that out. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Friday. Friday. Sorry, I thought tomorrow's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody. Yeah. Make sure to check that out. Tank up here, speaker. Um, give his YouTube a follow. That'll be cool. It's on YouTube, I assume, right? Yeah. Nobody does nobody does Twitch streaming for crypto. What am I saying? <laughs> um very cool. Yeah. So then also just continue on the list. Like Kava has a stable coin, USDX. No idea how that platform is even alive after the UST fiasco. I heard a lot of bad things about their platform. Oh yeah, like I'll be the first. Kava was the first thing I used in the cosmos before I even knew it was connected to the cosmos. I think I had Adam staked at that point, but like there was no IBC or DeFi or anything, but something about Kava and Binance caught my eye. So I still have like rewards unlocking now for Kava. And I pulled out of the platform like many months ago because they just disappointed me. But apparently, apparently the CEO went missing or something. Yeah. <laughs> like They got a new CEO and they're uh, all their like, contests and stuff were rigged and just like just endless bad things about so some okay so i don't want to sit no not i think you might have heard some of this from me like contests weren't rigged uh they just weren't paying out for them they had these contests where i i to this day wonder if the only reason anyone got paid out at all is because i bitched at them constantly because i was talking well, to a lot I heard, of I heard it all from moons on osmosis their moderator everything i know about it so that's kind of funny i'm hearing the same story from you however i think kava has some kind of vc backing like a good bit of it including maybe binance it was a binance incubated project so they have that sort of oh, central sure. keeping them alive otherwise what they just did with ust would have just demolished them like permanently they had UST hard-coded to be worth $1. So people were able to just bring UST to their site and you know, oh my God. drain it. Yeah. It was really bad. But maybe they'll fix the model with enough VC funding. Anything's possible. So there's USDX. Um, there's a native 
stablecoin coming though, continuing the list like what is ICS, the like Atom backed one. There's too many acronyms floating around. I think it was ICS, but yeah, we're gonna have a lot of stablecoin alternative options. Was was my point there. Um, also, by the way, that zero to hero uh, tweet is pinned at the top here for anyone who wants to get their hands. I think a big, I think a huge thing for uh, people being able to get money out will be having native Bitcoin with Nomic, because that's what, how I get out of the ecosystem. Is I transfer my atom to Coinbase and then I move it out of Bitcoin into Cash App for a card. Nomic, if Nomic gets it right, which is why I'm so okay with them taking their time. If Nomic gets it right, it's going to be absolutely massive for the cosmos. Like right now, everything else in DeFi relies on BitGo, a centralized company that just holds a shitload of Bitcoin and issues WBC on Ethereum. Like that's scary. That is like a black swan event waiting to happen. Like, think about it, all the BTC and all protocols in DeFi on Ethereum and everywhere else, because then they get their WBTC from Ethereum. That all has one centralized point of failure. Yeah, and then they get hacked, and then all of a sudden, Bitcoin's worth 800 bucks. Yeah, I, I read, I'm sure a couple of people have actually seen this, um, a list of, like, black swan events for crypto. It was just, like, a tweet thread that was going out. There was, like, 20... Just crazy things that would absolutely decimate crypto, send Bitcoin back to triple digits. And most of them were like, they're all possible. Most of them were pretty like outlandish and crazy and weird. Uh, aside from Tether going bust, which will happen. Everyone brace yourselves. Aside from that one, the only one on the list that stood out to me is like, oh, that's not too outlandish and crazy was BitGo getting hacked. And all of the Bitcoin that is in DeFi on every other chain just essentially being worthless and all the Bitcoin that BitGo holds, just who knows what they'd do with it. Wouldn't be able to sell it, but. <laughs> it's actually funny you mentioned the USB key thing. Uh, I was listening to a Congress thing and she literally said that they're going to regulate stable coins this fall. So they're either going to phase USDT out or you know, doing it that way, but that's coming and that's definitely going to hit the market for us anyway, I assume. So it's going to be bumpy at, at the end of it. If you look at Tether's year. market cap, you can see that reaction already happening. It is literally like a bank run in slow motion. Oh so, yeah, everybody's moving yeah. over to USDC. It's, it's crazy though. They have literally never seen more than like one or 2% pullback in their market cap. They've never seen mass redemptions. And the fact that yeah, they haven't collapsed already... Yeah. Do, yeah, the fact they haven't collapsed at this point already is actually very comforting. Like, I, I kind of thought there's a chance they'd collapse as soon as they even had like 5% redemptions called in. So, I don't know. There's, it's, it's, it is, the pullback in market cap is so sharp and strong right now that I actually think the peg is somewhat impressive. I don't think it's back on peg yet, right? Um, let's see. No, definitely not back on peg. But yeah, still uh, still hanging in there. And with the amount of redemptions happening, not not that bad. So we'll see what happens with Tether. But that's just like, it's so weird. Tether's a thing I, on the one hand, like never really want to talk about because nobody wants to hear it. But on the other, do want to bring up more often because especially people new to crypto don't realize what a ticking time bomb it is. Like, 
there's like zero percent chance that Tether is backed as much as they say. It's more so a matter of, you know, neither of them. You read their white paper, it says they're literally backed by nothing at the bottom. Yeah. They say they're backed by nothing and have no obligation to give you any money for their tethers, if they so choose. Um, so far, they've never failed to fulfill a redemption, apparently. Um, so that's like... They can also freeze all your tethers if they want. Say that again? They can, they can also freeze all your tethers all if they want. Yep, yep. Which, you know, it's funny, that's something the U.S. government would probably love to have that power and do. <laughs> it seems like actually that uh, Du Quan, the guy from C- like CZ and this tr- uh, Justin Sun guy and BitPhoenix all have something to do with each other. I don't know if that's yes. me, but it seems like they're all relying on Tether and the rest of the world is like, hey, here you guys. So I don't know what's going on with that, but it's yep. going to be interesting to see it play out. I, uh, there's one guy I talk to quite a bit called uh, Bitfinext. He's an account on Twitter here that apparently some people like genuinely think he's a laughing stock. Like I brought that name up before and they're like, oh, that guy. And that, that blows my mind. So his whole thing, I, I love him. I agree with him. His whole thing is like he's been calling out Tether since day one. He's way overzealous and way bearish on crypto as a whole, which definitely paints him in an ugly light. But like, a very smart dude. I actually think I know who he is. Um, and he, for the longest time, was telling me that he he really thought that Tether was behind Terra and Luna and UST. He showed me some interesting evidence. Nothing well, that made that, nothing that made surprising at this point, given the yeah. relationship that those guys had, because uh, CZ gave. Uh, the guy from Tether, Duquan, like three point six billion dollars, which turned into three thousand dollars. And yep. like, how, do you know how Tether even started? I, I was it because of the Bit Phoenix got for four billion dollars. I forget. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know. I definitely don't want to get into all that. But as a general note, and I want to just leave it at this because it's not the not the space for this. Continue to be cautious about Tether. Uh, it is. It is when you hear people singing the dangers of it they are not crazy they are not crypto uh, bears they are not flutters tether is something we need to figure out and move past for us to actually like grow yeah there's too many like dots that connect to each other with these yeah. new people all in singapore and korea and stuff so i think it's kind of crazy damn it guys i've been <laughs> sitting here listening to you guys and i can't help but think now i'm gonna be up all night like that it's always sunny in philadelphia got uh me where he's like connecting charlie his whiteboard (laughs) (laughs) oh man it's like it's yeah yeah i'd be happy actually i might do a space one day on like tether i think that could be interesting probably get a very small turnout but interesting interesting that'll be a three four hour space man you can go yeah, really. Mayor, what's up, though? I see you popped up here. Hey, Timmy. How's it going, man? Hey, something's wrong with osmosis. The liquidity pools are getting all mixed up and everything's all moved around. Something's wrong. Uh, <laughs> I, I, guess, I don't know something, how to play. Something, something's happened to osmosis, Timmy. I think it's under... A, Something's going. They, everything's in the wrong spot. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Do I? Have, 
Am I not in the know? <laughs> Have you seen the new page? Have you seen the new page? Uh, I was, yeah, I'm, I'm clearly missing something. Hold on. Yeah, I haven't looked at it. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, yes. Well, you now have to click more. Why did they, why they got to go moving stuff around on me like that, Timmy? <laughs> right. Honestly, you should write a complaint. I know this guy, Sonny, you can uh, write angry tweets to, and it'll be really effective. Oh, God. That's I mean, it, it looks clean. It's nice and clean, but they've, they've got, like, whatever liquidity pools you're in, it's all on your asset page now, and it's just moving stuff around. I, someone moved move my, my stuff, and I just – it's going to take me a while to get used to it. I love yeah, it, man. I swear, I'm just like you, but anything that moves, I get I get annoyed really fast. No one, I, no one, I don't think I voted on this. I did not give my approval on this. So, like, was, <laughs> there, was there a vote? Was there a vote? On That's great. Anyway, yeah, I know? mean, it, we all knew it was coming, right? There's too many assets, and we get the search bar and stuff now. Like, thank God, honestly. Yeah, it looks pretty yeah. clean. It's just going to take a while to get used to. The pool, the pools are finally more sensical to too, like the way that it's laid out when you click on pools. I just didn't like the loading of the pools page that took forever. Like, oh. The the only thing that they still didn't implement, which I swear to God, I messaged every person I could find, is there. There's no, from a design UI perspective, there's no need to separate. Um, external incentivized pools from internal ones you can just have a category that's like incentivized pools and then just have a toggle switch on it for like oh well yeah, tiny, it, tiny, it's, yeah. it's gonna take a while to get used to but um and you can uh you can now transfer evmos oh you, know, you can now purchase evmos and oh, does that mean you have most prices in the toilet let's see Evmos is doing oh, it's pretty quick. Doing okay. It's, I mean, it's come down. I mean, it's come down a little bit, but no, it's, it's doing better than yeah. Cool. I mean, like it was in this market right now. Yeah. Like yeah, this could be. It was much like five bucks, like ten days ago, right? Though, like two weeks ago, was it? No, wasn't it, it had like a temporary little spike up around there. Okay, I think, and, and even that, I'm not sure if it hit five. Maybe. It, what does coin market cap say? Although I don't know if I trust. Probably do coin gecko actually. But um yeah, very cool. No, it's fun. Like bear market, but people in the cosmos do not stop building. They didn't update the frontier UI yet. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, funny, so yeah. I I can switch over to Frontier and I can I can go back Yeah, to the there you go, Mayor. Yeah. It'll be all go. like you remember. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I tell you what, I, I learn something every time. I'm glad I glad I show up. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay, so um one last oh here, let's uh one last like we're gonna probably pivot here soon, but uh one last call if anybody wants to come up with any kind of questions uh about anything cosmos related, setting yourself up. Um getting one person up here, Isaac. Um but uh, anyone, feel free to request. We can we can get through as many questions as needed before we pivot to some other stuff. No worries. Um, but Isaac, what's going on, man? Thanks for coming up. Hey, hey what's right. up, coward? <laughs> coward? You're me, bitch. <laughs> All right, cool. So 
I'll just remove you. I don't know what kind of reaction you're looking for, but <laughs> we're not <laughs> high school. <laughs> that was not very nice. Yeah. I was rude. Mayor uh, Jimmy requested to speak earlier. And oh, I just, amazing. I, just I, like, ah, the crazy. I was like, not, not tonight, Otter Man. Not tonight. <laughs> um, but, Interesting. Okay, so. I guess I want to quickly kind of just as part of our pivot, but to start like what we were talking about a little bit earlier um, before we had some people pop up with questions is just like the kind of two sides of crypto where some people just look at it as a financial thing, it's digital money. Other people kind of get the general implications of blockchain and the technology and all that sort of. There's really two sides of the coin, right? Um, and I guess I wanted to quickly get, like, I don't mean to put you on the spot here, uh, so I can keep rambling if you want to think about it, cause and watch. But uh, up here, my co-host um, is kind of in the position where he's someone I've known in real life since childhood, not really in crypto too much on the financial side. I mean, obviously, as investments, because I wouldn't let him go without that and Adam and Bitcoin and such. but. He's like in here building a project on Juno, kind of coding. Like, uh, I just kind of wanted to get get your perspective on what we were talking about earlier. How like there there are these two different appeals to crypto, and you know, I know a lot of the builders that I've talked to from other protocols here in Cosmos, they don't do like any trading or like they'll do their basic liquidity farming. They'll they'll get paid in you know maybe their coin, but really they're just here to like build, make super cool stuff, explore the tech. Um, and you're just kind of in an interesting spot. I know personally Cosm with like finance is super second secondary for you. I guess that's sort of the summation of what I'm saying. Um, and, and yeah, I don't know if any yeah. thoughts open ended. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're right, man. Um, I definitely came for the technology. Um, you definitely turned me on to the, the financial side of things and, um, and there's there's no lying and saying like um you know there's um there's there's a lot of there's a lot of benefit there um but there's also a lot of benefit to the technology and the building side um and i you know i was thinking today a lot about um how cosmos um you know in particular like the ecosystem um, how it relates to my job. And um, as, a, as a day job, I do um, systems engineering. So I work in IT, uh, basically um, standing up servers, networks, th things of that nature. And so like as a part of that, um, redundancy and just making sure things work uh, without the, the end user um, having to really think about it is really important. Um, and I see a lot of similarities uh, between that and the Cosmos, um, because, um, you know, for one, Cosmos itself, like the Cosmos hub is decentralized uh, just by nature. Uh, but then you look at, you know, what IBC offers as well. And, you know, suddenly you have, um, you know, a bunch of these um, sovereign blockchains um, that are basically, you know, they, they relate to the cosmos hub in some way shape or form right um but you know they're 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 their own thing right they're their own kind of planet um to make that analogy um yeah, and i, I think that's really important um so say again Grits. 
Uh, I got to go for a walk, walk my dogs. Uh, it was a good chat. Peace out. Cool, man. Appreciate you stopping by. Definitely check out uh, TerraSpace's sort of recording if you're interested in what we're going to announce later, but you're already... Yeah, I will, I will, I will, uh, I will uh, check out the end of this thing. Yeah, cool. Thanks for popping by, man. And Grits is actually helping out with the project that we're kind of building and showing later, so so appreciate your help there. Um, yeah, big up to you, Grits. Um, but yeah, basically, um, yeah, I see a lot of similarities there. And, you know, ultimately, uh, it's really important to build redundancy um, into your, your systems because, I mean, we just saw it, right? Uh, the Terra blockchain um, built with the Cosmos SDK uh, went to shit. And, you know, guess what happened to the other Cosmos chains? Um, you know, really, really not too much. Like, of course, you have um, kind of, uh, you know, the whole ecosystem was affected and people were displaced, um, you know, from their, you know, their, uh, their chain there. Uh, but it just goes to show, you know, we can have, we can have one, um, block fall without the other, without the others falling with it. Um, and I think that's extremely important to notice and realize, um, and, and, you know, how much inherent value that brings to the cosmos. Um, and that's, that's ultimately like, uh, one of the biggest, um, you know, key points of value, uh, for me, like, um approaching the space um I, I i built a little bit briefly on uh binance smart chain um and timmy and i had you know kind of an idea of you know just kind of a, a fun project to to spin up there and um we ended up doing that and um <laughs> i can tell you it 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 was as much as we did it 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 probably wasn't um it didn't carry as much uh, value in terms of um, redundant technology. And it really just didn't offer as much value as the Cosmos does um, in those terms. Um, do, you, you know. do you mean kind of like a technical side, like literally what the finance smart chain offered and the language solidity and stuff? Wait, did they use solidity? Uh, yeah, they do. Um, and so yeah. it's basically, so a BEP20, a BEP20 token is uh, essentially an ERC20 token. Um, I, I, yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> uh, they're very, very similar. Um, I, I don't think they're the same, but uh, they're very, very similar. Right. They're basically um, like an EVM built on Cosmos SDK stack. Um, but yeah. that's interesting. I don't think I had actually talked with you about that or heard that. So just like from a dev perspective of someone who's new, exploring, learning stuff, building, thinking about redundancy long term, like you could even in your like for, for people's background, Cosm here is uh, like been a dev for a while, but not like a Web3 dev. So he's new to Cosmwasm and Solidity on uh, a Binance. So from that perspective of someone who's coming and learning those, you could kind of like immediately or not immediately, but in comparison now in retrospect, tell like, oh, like this kind of architecture or whatever makes more sense, like on the cosmos and flexibility and yada, yada. Yeah, 100 percent. And and more so, you know, they I, I realized that, you know, the, the builders here are building um, with the feature in mind, you know, building um, with. um really good ideas and uh they're really thinking ahead being proactive and i i personally value that a ton um in my work 
and you know being very detail oriented is is extremely important um because this is at the end of the day you know you are facilitating you know transfers of money and that is you know nothing to be uh you know you can't you can't shake that off easily you know you gotta you gotta treat that stuff um with a lot of importance and so i i think they're doing just that um and then some you know yeah they're going after a different like longer term vision than other ecosystems and it's, it's funny to compare with Binance Smart Chain because they're built on Cosmos Tech, but they are <laughs> like an EVM kind of sequestered off, so they don't super fit into the the, the conversation here. Um, yep. But yeah, that's very interesting. Um, compostable, I want to get you in here. You requested to speak up. Do you have some thoughts or a question? I just had a question for Cosm. Um, do you know Cosmosm? I don't, uh, but it's on the list to learn. Um, you know, first comes Rust, uh, Rust Lang, and then uh, Cosmosm. Um, I've definitely dabbled in it through, um, you know, what we mentioned earlier, um, Callum's uh, Zero to Hero uh, Cosmosm course on GitHub. Um, but besides that, um, not too much. Um, definitely want to learn more, though. All right, cool, cool. I was just asking um, in case you did. Uh, but, um, hit me up when you do because uh we're actually i don't know if you guys know but we're using cosmosm for our vm so we're the first substrate chain to implement cosmosm um, yeah, that's right i think you're here last week right i or I one week been, one week <laughs> yeah <laughs> one yeah. week uh yeah uh but um no we were in prague and so we met Ethan there, and he, we kind of like showed him what we're doing. He didn't even know that we were doing it. So because he was the one who wrote like Cosmosm for Rust, and he was the one who designed it for us. Because otherwise, it's all in Go, right? So when he found out a Substrate Chain was doing Cosmosm, he was like over the moon. <laughs> but um, I mean, now so for people's context, if you want to give a little background, okay, Substrate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, please, so, yeah. We're composable finance. We're from like we're building on our base infrastructure, our parachains on the Polkadot ecosystem. So like, our vision is to basically build the interoperable infrastructure for modular functionality in DeFi, where in the sense that the ex. Oh, one of the hosts. sorry, everyone. My finger slipped. I muted everybody. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so like the XCVM or cross-chain virtual machine, which basically, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't want to go too much on the Polkadot side because you guys are all from the Cosmos space. So I, I, I try and keep it to. I mean, I'll be honest, like, yeah, we, we don't want to get like too into stuff, but earlier in this space, one of the things me and uh, Tank were talking about, one of the other speakers up here is like, uh, I'm an IBC maxi and like you don't have to be on the Cosmos SDK or your own sovereign chain. If you share the general vision of the Internet of Blockchains and IBC over uh, second layer bridges and all that stuff, then I-, I can't speak for everyone in here, but I'm a fan. Yeah, 100%. I mean, one of the main things that our focus has been for the past few months is um, trustless bridging. So a lot of people out there who are like building interoperable infrastructure i mean there's so many hacks with these bridges right um i don't want to call out any names or like mention anyone specifically but 
the way the IBC was designed, it was like the transfer, the communication across different ecosystems is trustless. So what we're what we've built out of the Polkadot ecosystem, we've actually built the first substrate IBC bridge. So that would basically mean bridging from Polkadot to Cosmos. And that would be through light client implementations, finality proofs, Merkle Mountain Ridge trees, like the whole way of there's no like third party interaction when you're bridging with the IBC. That's like Are you are you a dev yourself? Are you like hands on with this stuff or no sir? I wish I was. No, <laughs> maybe okay. one day. Well, let me get your read any well, like just from your experience with, with team members, I'm sure you've talked with, you know, the people connecting with the IBC, like the analogy I've elected to go with for the most part for IBC is uh, a simple like building block analogy where if you think of like toddlers or like kids, like let me just think of simple wooden building blocks. Uh, think of Ethereum as like one block and let's say Solana as another block. You can like put them next to each other and then you can take a third block and just place it over top of them, overlapping. So it's half on one, half on the other. And that's sort of like a traditional bridge, something like wormhole. It's like built on top. IBC is something more like uh, if those two blocks weren't necessarily blocks, um, but puzzle pieces that could like fit and link together at the base level. And then I like the analogy because it works even further, like which one is physically more stable? The one where it's just one block sitting on top of two others can be toppled or removed or whatever. But once those kind of puzzle pieces are linked at the same level, you know, we're talking actual height level in my block analogy, but protocol level when we talk IBC, um, it, it's just like, it's a no brainer. It's like, would you rather connect two things by uh, putting tape around them and like stapling a brace to each of them or have two things that are just meant to fit together and lock together by nature? Yeah, so well, I was kind of going to ask if that's sort of what you guys saw in your experimenting with bridges and looking at options and such. Yeah, but, 100%. Yeah. Because we also have an EVM substrate bridge, but in the future, right? So, I mean, the first ecosystem we're bridging to with the IBC is Cosmos, but we're also working on building light clients to NIA. So that would basically be like the NA ecosystem connecting to the IBC. So that means any protocol connecting to the IBC would then be able to connect to NIR, right? So from NIR, I mean, we have a lot of places in mind, but like, I'll give you an example. I don't give you, I'll just tell you the ones that are possible right now would be like ZK Sync, um, StockNet, uh when the merge happens it would be 2.0 but i mean the main the main aspects that are needed from the blockchain would be to have enabled light client technology and finality proofs which like a blockchain like solana doesn't even have which is like so bearish but um yeah i mean with the ibc you could trustlessly bridge to a lot of places and cosmos is like the beginning for us we plan on like extend expanding the scope of the ibc um but yeah do i don't want to get too much into it do you guys know are you the only polka dot project project exploring ibc right now that you know of 
Yeah, I believe I, I can't. I don't want to comment on it. <laughs> don't call me. So on it, but, I'm um, obvious. I'm obviously biased and bullish, but I, I mean this genuinely. How does it feel to potentially be like one of the most important projects on Polkadot, and setting yourself up for like? The thing is, a lot crazy. of people in Polkadot have gone EVM, so we haven't really taken that route. And because they've gone EVM, and EVM's been like a, a very good success. I mean, it's been successful to them. I mean, I don't want to take any way anything away from it, but um, we do believe Rust is superior, Substrate is superior, and one million percent Cosmosm is superior. So that's why we've taken this approach. Um, I mean, the XCVM itself, just like utilizing the IBC as a transport layer and using <laughs> Cosmosm smart contract framework, yeah, it's there's nothing out there that's basically yeah <laughs> I, think I, it goes, I think it goes back to like what what pause and watch here was talking about and uh just with the people building the cosmos infrastructure ibc sdk cycle and stuff like they are looking long term right they're not looking for what's going to pop off this cycle and get crazy tvl and xyz they're like, okay, what does crypto need long-term to survive? And we're going to just make the best version of all of these things. The best smart contracting language, the best bridge, if you can even call it that. Like someone earlier called Adam a, a zero, a layer zero. And like, I actually, I, I like, I personally, no problem with that, but I disagree. I think like Adam is a layer one, like anything else, it's on blockchain. It's kind of, it's IBC that's the layer zero. Um, and it's... There's only like two I, two layer zeros I think I could like point to really, which would, and only one of them being released, which is IBC. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't believe there is a superior infrastructure of bridging than the IBC, so it's like nothing else makes sense, right? If you're trusting money and you're you're, there's no term for it because everybody uses the term bridges. But if it's a yeah. bridge that's like so trustless, you have to like change the name. Let's let's okay. So yeah, like, yeah. You need so a good like, label. <laughs> it's more like a tunnel. I don't know. Dude, let's see if that is sticking. Dude, Adam is like the Linux of blockchains. That's Damn what right. I have to say. Expand on that. I like that. Well, it it really is. So so check it out. So it 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 in the origination. Adam provided, well, I shouldn't say Adam, I should say the creators provided Adam, which is Cosmos, and then the SDK, right? And then they're, they're basically giving away all code. And then the third layer, they're saying, hey, do whatever you want with it. So therefore, it's like Linux. And that's why I believe Cosmos will survive because you're going to have a bunch of in, independent chains. Grant, granted, you're going to have rug pulls, but who cares? You're going to have people that creates so much because the barrier of entry is so low and they give you, they give you a startup essentially for free. Just go out and create what you want. Just go do it. We're going to give you the code. And so that's why I think it's Linux. It's the Linux of uh, blockchains. We already, the proof is in the pudding. We have Crow, we had uh, Luna and we have uh, Binance Smart Chain. Yep. We we have Binance Smart Chain. All of them are like huge brands like Microsoft and Mac, right? So 
people have already exercised the liberty of of the cosmos ecosystem essentially because there's people who know who what luna is they know what binance is they know what crow is i mean they paid 70 million or whatever it was for the naming rights of the staple center okay so they they've already been proven to be the i mean mac os is essentially the same same as linux right that's why it's not it doesn't have viruses is because it's built off the linux system where you only have a certain amount of permission so deep within the system but anyways, so Cosmos will survive because it has huge community and it gives everything for free, which is insane. It's truly loving and it's truly about humanity. Yeah, Cosmos whole, like the technology, it literally can't die. I totally agree. Like it, it, it is so superior and so open-ended in its design philosophy that Every single chain we know of today, the Cosmos Hub, Juno, Osmo, those could be gone in 10 years. But I have not a doubt in my mind that it will be because they were replaced by better Cosmos, SDK, IBC integrated chains. Um, I don't think they will. I think first movers advantage and solid builders will will keep them around. That's not what I'm saying. But Cosmos says that some crazy nuke event happens where all of crypto just goes into a, a winter and, and most small protocols don't survive, whatever. Cosmos as a platform to build on and a technology to utilize, it comes out the back end just as strong as ever, if not stronger. Like it, there's not much you can say that for except maybe Ethereum, just because of like brand recognition and, and TVL on chain sort of. Uh but yeah, it's Cosmos is different. It's very different. It it leads into no central or ties into the whole no central point of failure, that is so much bigger than you think. Uh, the Cosmos hub, if something really bad were to happen to that, it would be a huge setback. It would be a knock to the brand recognition of the Cosmos. It would be, uh, you know, detrimental for a while. But the fact that the Cosmos hub could completely fail and become obsolete and the rest of the Cosmos continues just as same as ever, that is that is fucking phenomenal. And that is something I know like Satoshi would be proud of. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, 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 what, it's the essence of blockchain to begin with and the whole ethos of decentralized blah, 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 taken to the extreme and to the big picture. And so I, I couldn't be more bullish just on the tech. <laughs> so I guess we're kind of at the two hour mark here. So I'm going to use that to like pivot. So Linux and cosmos amazing for all these reasons right super decentralized super open uh these are all amazing things it's why we know they'll succeed long term but it's ignorant to think that they don't come without some drawbacks for example like why did solana see the explosive growth in both development and user base that it did when for all intents and purposes it's like inferior blockchain tech like, yeah, it's really fast, but I don't even really consider it a blockchain if one or two people are able to just pause it at any point or if it goes down all the time. But all that stuff aside, the answer is because they had a centralized force behind it that knew how to do marketing, they knew how to get people together, raise VC funding, connect people that need to make conversations happen. Um like look at even uh luna like while it was still you know thriving uh 
it was kind of able to start going in that direction with the baseball team that it got branding for where and and actually in, in in a general part i think that's one of the reasons luna was so successful one of my biggest knocks against luna was that it was easily the least decentralized uh, project chain whatever in the cosmos but like that was okay it was part of the 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 plan part of like how everything was envisioned and like kind of set to work together it was a necessary and like okay sacrifice for me because there are benefits that come with slightly more centralization organized sort of you know forces behind things like marketing and and, uh, connections and partnership uh grants for development all that sort of stuff so they they were like we need to grow fast like part of luna's model is getting our shit adopted everywhere so that we can get past the point of a potential death spiral before it happens unfortunately now we know that they were unsuccessful but like the death spiral was always a threat and so the idea was we just need to reach critical mass asap and so it was a uh acceptable sort of like sacrifice because it comes with all these benefits and so for the longest time i've had this thinking of just like why isn't the cosmos more popular? Why don't we get a more massive influx of people? Why don't people see the beauty that all that lack of marketing? Yeah. Yep. And so that's definitely the number one reason, right? Lack of marketing, probably miles above the others. Um, which sort of makes sense to me because how do you market the internet of blockchains? Who's funding that? What chains are you marketing? What exactly are you promoting? Like it's so decentralized. It's like Linux. Linux doesn't do marketing, right? But what does happen is companies come along, use the Linux tech, create something cool, and then like market that. And so that's that's kind of like what we saw with uh, Luna. And we've even seen some efforts, some successful on other chains in that regard. So like, I forget what the outcome of the proposal was, funny enough. I think it failed, but there was a proposal on Secret a while ago, Secret Network, to allocate some funds to, like, a official sort of support DAO. And we all know, like, Osmosis sort of has that right now. Um, and, like, these things are awesome. This is, that's what the Cosmos needs. That's what I always envisioned. Like, yeah, the Cosmos as a whole doesn't come with centralized entity organizing things and marketing. It is up to the people to figure that out, to allocate funds, raise funds, whatever, put together these efforts, whether it's through governance or through uh, allocating power to certain figureheads that are trusted, multi-sigs, whatever it might be. And so we're starting to see that. Uh, and it's, it's beautiful. But the piece of the puzzle that I think I saw that was missing was that for the whole cosmos not just one chain. So the the secret proposal of most support DAO, Terra putting branding on a baseball chain. These are all awesome things. Hope they things like that continue. But who's doing that for like the cosmos, right? As a whole, all the chains, the IBC ecosystem in general. I was like, oh like we we have to do that. Like we the people. Um and so for quite a few months now, man, it started with a small idea. We have been cooking up something called Spark IBC. And you can see a pinned tweet, our first tweet we just made in the space above. I also changed the Twitter space's name to be an at for them. Just check if that works. Yep. 
And so you'll see our tagline is an interchain community fund. So I guess that's what we want to talk about. This is the project that me and Cosm watched here, who just because Cosm Wasm and all sorts of names, Max will go by. Um, yeah, we want to kind of talk to you about this project, walk you through where we're at, give the people who are in these faces. A lot of these are familiar faces. So definitely wanted to give you guys sort of a sneak peek, so to speak. We aren't fully ready to launch. Websites not totally done, contracts, etc. But we thought that with what we're targeting, and we'll give you guys a full breakdown of what we're doing in a second here, that like we're in a good position to help with this time of uncertainty. And in particular, like a lot of lunatics being displaced and just trying to find their way through the rest of the cosmos. So in a second here, uh, at some point, I'll probably turn it over to uh, Max to speak for a second while I actually pop off this account. Um, fire up some infographics we made we'll do it on the spark channel uh, or the spark twitter that are it's just like a breakdown of the cosmos all of the chains and categories so it's really easy to see okay here's where i might go for lending and borrowing here's dexes general purpose l1s um, and we'll have more infographics coming shortly that are based more on individual apps. So this, this one will only look at chains. So just all L1 chains. But we have another one in the works that's much more comprehensive. It'll probably be two images uh, separate because there's just so much going on in the cosmos. But, you know, it'll point out all the different social media apps from DNS to Desmos to uh, there's some stuff going on in secret, etc. Um, and so we wanted to kind of just do like a soft launch and at least get that documentation out there to hopefully start helping some people. But our kind of full platform, we are roughly aiming for it to be live and launched at like a week or two. Um, hopefully next Wednesday when I do this space, it'll be a more public big launch where we'll be kind of like tweeting about it. Um, and the website might be live, but we're prioritizing just getting everything nice and polished so we're not we're not rushing it could be another week after that but so let's dive in real quick i'll, I'll give a super brief overview and then i'll turn it over to you max um to let me kind of go post those things but the idea with us is we are a on-chain charity whose efforts are aimed at the cosmos so charity is a weird word where I only use it because technically that's the best way to describe it. Uh, but some people get thrown off. You know, we're not raising funds for uh, real world efforts uh, yet anyways. So the idea is, for example, our first campaign, we're going to be running campaigns, fundraiser campaigns for various uh, Efforts that are either to promote decentralization, innovation, exposure, marketing, whatever, to the cosmos. Um, our first campaign is actually going to be a zero funding goal. We got volunteers, so it's just going to live. We're going to launch with a bang. But it's a perfect example of the types of things we want to fund and efforts that we want to uh, you know, get going. And that is the developer workshops that I mentioned earlier. In the night. So we have uh, Larry Zero X from like the Terra community, also validates on Osmosis, uh, Callum and Zeke. Some people have mentioned earlier, Zeke built DowDow basically with the help of a bunch of other people. Obviously, Callum helped him and is doing Howl. And I think we're also getting another person on board excited. I just found out recently, Noah, who will do some sort of front end Cosm.js stuff maybe. But 
So point being, um, starting, we don't know the exact dates because we're waiting till the platform's ready to launch, but there will be like five Fridays in a row, uh, or Saturday, I think, where there will be live Google work, Google meets workshops that anybody can hop into. Uh, mics will be muted by default, but they're just going to be live going through these courses. So like the first Friday, I think is going to be Larry's workshop. So if you're interested in validating, you want to learn what goes into being a validator, you can show up there, uh, participate. He's going to have like resources and material for you to like take home and practice with. Uh, the next week will be a very basic intro to uh, Rust as it pertains to learning Cosmosm. I think that'll be with uh, Zeke. Then the week after will be Callum doing a like workshop live version of his Zero to Hero um, course that is posted above that he did as a uh, GitHub write-up. And then after that, there'll be like two weeks of just kind of more slightly in-depth, fun, uh, Cosmosm stuff. Like Zeke has this really cool flash loan, like lesson lecture thing he's put together where he's going to build a flash loan D app on Juno alongside with you guys or whoever, whoever shows up. So all those people I just mentioned are fucking awesome uh, for lack of button, uh, a better word for donating their time and not just the workshop itself, but all the time they've spent talking with uh, me and Max to get this stuff planned. Uh, but in future, that's the kind of thing we might do a fundraiser for. So me, we might come out one day, spark IBC and say, Hey, we've met with all these people behind the scenes. Uh, we've set up these parameters. So we are trying to raise, uh, I'm going to pull numbers out of my ass here. Let's say $5,000 for every thousand that we get. Uh, we will have one of these people who's agreed to do workshops. So maybe we'd have five different guests. We found out that we're going to do, you know, a series of three different workshops, whatever we might've agreed with them that a thousand dollars worth the time of. Um, and so we turn it over to the community where people can donate, including us, to try and meet those goals. Let's say we get 2,000, you know, we'd have two of the validators on board. You would see in like, great detail on the campaign page, all of the details you might need to know of the campaign itself, but also like, where's this money going? So is this going to Spark IBC right now as like a middleman escrow? Or is this just going straight to the recipient? Um, all that sort of stuff. Uh, we want to just be like big on transparency because we are not a DAO. And that's something a lot that surprised a lot of people at first. And there's definitely a reason for that. And we do have a DAO element that is in the roadmap and will come. And we're going to talk about that. But yeah, I want to take it one step at a time. Um, so when people go and donate, Let's say you donate $10 of USDC. Um, we were going to use UST, so I'm very glad we didn't launch as early as I thought we were going to. <laughs> um, when you donate $10 of USDC, you get 10 Spark tokens minted directly into your wallet. Now, that is the only token that is associated with Spark right now, and it is non-transferable. We don't have a product. This is not in any way like a way for us to make money. Um, in fact, we're gracious enough to be doing a lot of this because we got a grant from the Juno devs. Our only like token sellable product is really just going to be a point system. It's a non-transferable token that you can accrue over time by donating. And having those points will give you certain perks. So like on our website, 
there'll be a leaderboard that'll just be kind of a fun gamification thing where you'll see how you stack up against other people for donations, how many points you have. You'll be able to change, you, you do an on-chain transaction to change your wallet address into a nickname. Uh, we have a whole NFT-based badge system that's in the works. So again, those will be non-transferable. These aren't things you sell and make money off. It's stuff you earn by contributing to the cosmos and only by contributing to the cosmos. So, you know, let's say you've accrued a thousand spark points uh, by donating a thousand dollars or various campaigns. You might now have this new cool badge that you can elect to have show up next to your name on the leaderboard. Or maybe you just participated in a certain campaign you were really proud of. You'll get a badge specific for that campaign. And for end users like us, it's a really fun way to kind of directly put your money towards efforts you want to support and then also get that gamification out of it. But there's a flip side. So on our leaderboard, there'll be like two tabs. There'll be one for just private wallets and one for we're going to start with just validators but probably maybe expand it to projects and like protocols later. So what we're actually introducing is like a Cosmos-wide reputation system in a way. Not an end-all be-all, but more metrics are always better, right? So the vision we have is when you're going to determine uh, who you're going to stake with for any given chain, like which validator you want to give your money to, now you just have one more factor to look at. Now you'll be able to go to the Spark page, see which validators have given back the most to the community. You can even see, uh, to some extent, like where specifically they donated. Um, and let's see, where is I going with that thought? Um, yeah, and, and oh, and so I was going to say long-term, like little ambitious, but so far we have been making really good connections behind the scenes. Like I want to see Spark score on MintScan. When you go to a validator list uh, or just their, their page on MintScan or PingPub, I want the Spark score to be right there. Like, let's see how much they've donated back into pro-IBC efforts. Um, so there's a ton of, like, little nuances, details, cool things uh, that I want to talk about, but I also don't want to just throw everything up on you guys here. So I actually want to, like, pause here, um, maybe see if anyone has questions, both of the speakers up here. Uh, and people in the audience. I think that'll be a good way to kind of get through the rest of the details of the project is just uh, anybody wants clar clarity on stuff. Quick, so I, I really don't think tiny chance this will shut down the room. If so, I'll fire up a new one, but I'm going to pop out real quick, get those posted on the Spark account. Um, I'll turn it over to you for now, Cosm Watch, and I'll be right back. Tim, hey, Timmy, it's uh, Gaines. If you do hey. switch your account, <laughs> just a heads up, if you do switch your account right now to your Spark account, it will it will throw the, the space. I think the it gives me like 60 <laughs> seconds. You, you could try it, but we'll, we'll see. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part one of a two-part Cosmos Spaces Cosmonaut Boot Camp hosted by Tendermint Timmy. Recorded on Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you'd like to keep on listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Waking up like a basement dweller Stepped out the door and her braces yelling 2020, what an ugly shit show Staring at the fucking
fucking Rick Roll from the get-go Looking outside, the whole state's on fire The fuck do you expect when you embrace the liars And replace the writers with AI just like us Emaciated models killing bright birds First in, last out, picture me rolling The worst time to cash out, so what you holding? The Merc's gonna cash cow, country stolen Drooling over chicken like the goose is golden Trying to be so full, spitting that molten Lava from the bottom of the caldera I'm hot and gonna put it in a bottle And offer it to the god who hit the gas full throttle Blasting off in a rocket The many people who will, will see things happen to them That are in their favor Until someone's looking over me that's a, that's a fascinating phenomenon when that happens. And what, when you analyze those situations, what you find is, is that we as humans simply have a profound inability to understand statistics and probability. Stitching these writings, living that life like, who would have guessed you turn out this nice, right? Avoiding stress, that's the motherfucking secret. Print that shit on a motherfucking leaflet. I'm just an asshole hooked on the bricks. Looking at the rectangles, damn, they kinda thick. We've gone through a whole lot of kings here. Cutting off heads just to bring cheer. Getting all fired up, Tiger King, line them up when you give an arm and a leg just to try the junk. On some first time buyer's luck, Alexa, set a reminder and remind me to buy a bunch. And put your hands up if you fuck this year. And keep them in the air if you're picking up the spare. And put your mask on just to go outside. Looking at the planet about to downsize. So climate change will not make Earth. Basically, every other coastal city that we've spent thousands of years building uh, in the, since the dawn of civilization. Ten spaces.